Hello and welcome to Talking Arts here on Radio Blue Mountains 89.1 FM. I'm Brad Diedrich, the Professor. This is your uh, uh, Blue Mountains Arts program and uh, tonight we're going to be having uh, a bit of a chat to two groups of people. Uh, we're first we're going to be talking to Zach Quinn and Catherine Sell from Rosie Revelston Books, which is down in Hazelbrook there. It's uh, attached to the Nautilus Studios uh, physically. And uh, Zach and uh, Catherine have been uh, learning how to uh, to run radio programs here on the station. So um, they had a bit of a go uh, in with uh, Ron Green, our president, the other day, um, just to start getting a feel for how their shows go. And uh, they also had a run on, on a Sunday. They're now, um, they're now changing their time slot. They're going to appear on a Wednesday with their new show, Paperback Writer, which is all uh, books and, uh, and literacy and uh, literature. And uh, they're uh, going to be uh, doing that as of probably as of next week. They're uh, currently um, in New Zealand and uh, will be tripping back um, soon, but uh, I think they're, they're due back right very, very soon, in fact. But uh, we had a chat to them uh, during the week, and uh, just to find out what's going on, what uh, what uh, the new show is is all about, and also about some of the incentives that uh, they've both been involved with recently, leading up to uh, things like Winter Magic and... and uh, and some of the other uh, regenesis and resilience uh, um, programs that are on here in the Blue Mountains. After that, we're going to talk to uh, Lithgow artist uh, Lisa Rhodes, who uh, I I know quite well. I'm currently helping her with her website, but she's been uh, exhibiting out at Gangangari, and she's also involved with a a bunch of uh, incentives, uh, mainly around mentoring uh, young artists. So uh, we're going to have a chat to both of those, but uh, to kick off with, we're going to listen to a track that uh, that I know Zach has asked for, and uh, that's a track from a band called Ice Peak, and uh, is a, actually a Russian band, but of course they're, they're young Russian activists who are anti everything that Putin is doing at the moment. So we'll have a listen to that and uh, and then uh, we'll hear from Zach and Catherine in the interview we did while they're in New Zealand. So that's going to be very interesting. Um, uh, but let's kick off with this, this track, which is supposed to be uh, uh, terrorist, I think, but it's spelt with no vowels. And uh, that's from the band Ice Peak. Why? You don't mistake, it's gonna 
Okay, and welcome back to Radio Blue Mountains, 89.1 FM. You're on Talking Arts. And tonight we're going to talk to um, two people who've been, uh, who've started uh, uh, hosting uh, radio shows on, on RBM here. And that's uh, Zach and Catherine. Now, um, hello. <laughs> hello guys, how are you doing? Good, thank you. How are you going? Um, not too bad, not too bad. We're, we're talking to Zach and Kath um, in New Zealand. They're in New Zealand at the moment. Uh, so maybe just tell us quickly why you're in New Zealand. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm from New Zealand. I, was, I grew up here and um, moved over to Australia about 11 years ago. So finally was able to come back and visit my family, which has been great. It's been two and a half years since I've seen them. Um, when coronavirus was just a rumbling of rumours of something in China mm. when when we last saw them, um, so it's very strange to think about how the world's changed since then. Right, and they they live north of Auckland. You said off off yeah. here. You, yeah, yeah. So. a place called my my folks are at a place called Omaha, um, which is right by the beach. It's beautiful, and yeah, my brother and sister and um, you know partners they live out west. So oh, been travelling around a little bit, and mm. yeah, it's 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 been really lovely. Okay, and we're going to we're going to talk to um, to Zach and Kath about the programs they're starting on uh, on Radio Blue Mountains. Um, we're going to talk to them about their bookshop, and we're going to talk to them about uh, a whole pile of different um, art and culture projects and initiatives that they're involved in. Now, um, I asked I asked them about uh, music, and so the track you just heard was a track by uh, Ice Peak who are apparently a Russian band. I hadn't heard of them before, but uh, listening to them then I uh, drew parallels with bands like Garbage and um, and uh, Irish screaming pop stars and things. So that, that track was called, um, I, I think it's called Terrorist, but it's actually spelt T-R-R-S-T. Um, it seems they, they like to play with uh, language a little bit. Their, their name Ice Peak is actually spelt I-C-3, the letter three and then peak. So, um, so how how did you come across these people, Zach? Uh, that's a good question. I don't. Know, I think I was just on YouTube one day looking at some music videos, and I uh, saw these guys pop up, and I played the clip, and straight away I was just blown away by what what they were doing. Uh, most of their songs are in Russian, so uh, I don't really understand a lot of the lyrics necessarily, but with the subtitles. Uh, that come up um you can get a feel for what they're talking about and uh they're a young couple who are tend to be very anti-war and um, they're no no fans of their their president either 
Um, they've been harassed by the Russian security services for um, being a bit political in some of their music too. Um, and I think they've their their video clips in particular are really um, interesting. They're they're very much not just two musicians, but they have a real artistic flair to the way they uh, they produce and they edit their their video clips. Mm, pretty political too. Yeah, they are mm. absolutely. Yeah, well, they, I mean, that's why we obviously we're forgiving them at the moment for, <laughs> and and of course that's something we we shouldn't be doing is uh, is punishing the whole Russian population because of uh, the acts of a of a madman. So yeah, and and I do like that aspect of it as well. I think they are a good representation of, I guess, the new Russia, the the young people in Russia who uh, don't think that the the war in Ukraine is a good thing um, and who are brave enough to stand up and uh, to speak out about these things. Um, and I, I have a huge amount of respect for people who are prepared to do that, knowing the potential consequences. Yeah, pretty big risk. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so we're um, uh, we're going to talk about uh, the programs you've, you're, uh, you well were developing and are now changing to uh, to be on, <laughs> on the on the on the radio with with RBM, um, so you you did. Uh, I think you've only done one episode of Paperback Writer. Is that right? We did. Um, Ron was kind enough to let us take over uh, his one hundred percent Aussie music show uh, briefly, which was good. So we did. I think about an hour of that, and then we started our own show called Paperback Writer, which we uh, did a couple of Sundays ago yep. from eight to ten. Uh, and it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> but now we're now we're going to change. So the guys have just let us know today that uh, that uh, they're going to they're opening the bookshop, which is Rosie Ravelston Books, which is down in Hazelbrook. Um, yep. You're going to be opening five days a week instead of four days a week. Is that right? Is that how it works? Or? Well, no, we're we're currently three days a week, but we'll be opening four. So oh, it'll okay. be Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Right. So we're adding Monday to um, the opening time. We've had a a few people uh, have mentioned to us that there's not really much to do in the Blue Mountains on a Monday <laughs> <laughs> because a lot of the shops tend to be closed, which is which is fair enough. Yeah. So we thought um, we're quite often in the shop anyway, packing orders for our online um, bookshop right. uh, part of the business. So we thought we might as well open on the Monday too and um, give people an opportunity to, to, to come in and say hello. Um, plus, uh, the, the Sunday show was fortnightly originally, so uh, moving to Wednesday, 12 to 2, will allow us to have uh, a weekly two-hour show, which um, uh, we've got a lot to talk about when it comes to books. <laughs> Brilliant. Maybe two, Brilliant. Brilliant. two hours goes by very quickly, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. <laughs> and you were, you were going to do like an hour show on a Monday, but uh, you're not going to do that now, so um, you're going to do, it's all going to be on the Wednesday. That's right. And initially, the Wednesday the the Wednesday show is primarily uh, about books um, and about things happening in the book industry. Interviews with authors, uh, local authors in particular, but um, you know other Australian and occasionally inter international authors. But we also, uh, especially because our bookshop is based inside Naughty Studios at Hazelbrook, which is a co-working space predominantly filled with artists. Um, we're really starting to feel a connection to the artistic community in the mountains. So we're keen to get some artists to come onto the show as well. Tell us a bit about what they're reading, but also just tell us a bit about storytelling, because we, we know that 
books aren't the only way to tell a story. Mm. Um, a sculpture can tell a story. A painting can tell a story. Um, there's you know there's a whole bunch of different ways of, of storytelling. Um, so we're keen to really explore some of the the storytellers in the Blue Mountains and, and to have some in-depth chats with them. Mm. Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, I'm going to have to talk to you off air, Zach, about um, about illustration in the Blue Mountains because uh, I don't know if you're aware. We used to have a magazine called Bloom in the Blue Mountains. Um, yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, since uh, the person who was doing that has has stopped doing it, has left the mountains. Um, there's a big hole for uh, okay. publication of a um, an illustration magazine or, or tabloid or whatever it would end up being. So oh, that, I like the sound of that. So that's something we. I've already started collecting a little stable of illustrators up here who uh, mm. who could, we could uh, approach as regular contributors and do something with that. So, but uh, that's a Definitely. that's a stay tuned, guys. Um, so <laughs> well, we um, do have a little publishing business on the side as well. So yes, very keen to chat. Yeah, yeah. So, well, tell us a little bit about that the um, the publishing because uh, you've got to, your your uh, dist. Uh, publication you put out and um, you're also got a project for that you're doing for um, BM can which is the other organization I'm I'm a part of the other non-profit that I'm a part of and yep. um, that's how I met Zach is uh, we had a little meeting um, down in the bookshop at one point or down in the studio down in the bookshop mm. and um, and so the you've got a competition at the moment that we're we're involved with uh, that's uh, only got a couple more days well one more day basically because it's uh, Thursday the 14th um, so it's uh, you, they've only got one more day to get something in so obviously unless people are very quick they're not going to be <laughs> able to write something um, over breakfast in the morning and then get it to you so it'll probably be you know people who've got something that fits the theme, but why don't you tell us a little bit about the competition and the theme for the uh, competition? Sure, I'd like to. Um, just on that particular subject, uh, we are going to look at extending the deadline a little bit as well because uh, someone was kind enough to uh, let me know that I'd actually printed the closing dates of 15th of August um, on all of the flyers and the 15th of July and everything else so I think I've managed to confuse a few people right um, so so I think we will be pushing back the uh, closing date to the 15th of August so if you do if you are listening to the show and um, you do have illustrations or short stories or poems you want to contribute um, you can go to our website or to the BM can website as well yeah and get some information on submission so essentially we're running a uh, a writing and illustrating competition called Regenesis, uh, and on the, it'll be based on the theme of of Regenesis. And there's information, particularly on the BM Can website, uh, to help you get a better understanding of of what that means. Um, but uh, we're looking for, and this I should mention, it's uh, only open to Blue Mountains residents as well within the Blue Mountains LGA. Um, well, so we're we're, we're, we're sort of safe at the moment because uh, we don't really go outside the LGA with the broadcast. So. Yeah, that's right. Um, but we're we're offering uh, a prize for the best poem, the best short story, and the best uh, drawing illustration. Um, we're also accepting some artworks as well if people 
um, have uh, paintings or the like they'd like to contribute. We're, we're, we're open to looking at that as well. Um, and uh, the the winner of each of that each of those categories will receive two hundred dollars um, as a, a payment. Um, they'll also get an invite to our event as part of Winter Magic uh, Festival 2022, which is we're glad to hear is back. Yeah. Yep. Um, so we're having an event on the 28th of August as part of Winter Magic to talk to the three winners of the competition and to help promote their their work and boost their profile. Um, we'll also, as part of that, be publishing an anthology of the best contributions from the competition. So the three winners will also be uh, heavily featured in that uh, anthology. And there'll be a, uh, I guess, a, a magazine style. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, so then there'll be about. like a bunch of people from each category. So you'll, yeah. you'll say they have half a dozen or more of each category. Yeah in the book yeah. that's right yeah, exactly exactly so the, the winners will have special um place in in the uh publication but we will have a number of other uh you know the, some of the best entries that we receive for yeah. each of those categories and, um, then, so... and we'll be promoting those people on social media as well through rosie ravelston books and through um bmk and I, I guess they're you're warning them that they should be ready to do a bit of a performance and, and read out their works <laughs> on the well, day if they, if, if they're comfortable to do that, they can. If they're not comfortable to read it out, we can just have a chat to them um, on the day uh, about who they are and when you know where what they're working on. Um, it's a it'll it's a it'll be a fairly informal um, event. Uh, it'll just be an opportunity to actually meet the people who win the competition um, and just to have a chat to them. Uh, no, sure, and, and, and promote um, poets and, and writers yeah. and, and illustrators up here in the mountains. Exactly so, right. Showcasing the amazing talent yeah. we have up here. It's, it's yeah. incredible. Yeah, exactly. They're really looking forward to it. And we've had we've had a lot of entries coming through already and there's some just amazing stuff. So oh, brilliant. I think it's I think it's gonna be fantastic. Excellent. Now um uh, we did mention that it's uh, BMCAN are, uh, are partners in this, and so yep. if you go to the BMCAN website, you can also go off to regenesis.org. Um, yep. We've renamed uh, uh, Barbara Lapani's um, initiative, the Wild Mountain Collective, to be uh, regenesis.org, um, and so that's all part of it. And uh, you'll, you'll get if you go to if you go to that website to regenesis.org, you'll see a lot of. Barbara Lapani's writing, and you'll start to get an idea of uh, some of the ideas and some of, some of the concepts that um, she already has be behind Regenesis. Um, yeah, and, and Barbara's really been the driving force behind this as well. So I uh, just want to say a huge thank you to, to her as well for all the work she's done on this. And we're um, yeah, we're really happy to be working with her to, to make this happen. There's a, there's also a question I was going to ask you was um, I, I've done the designed the logo for uh, for for her mm -hmm. um, idea of Regenesis. And so um, obviously being part of BMK, and I can't enter that uh, yep. as, as a drawing, but I was thinking of doing a drawing. So um, sure. if that sounds okay, I might do that and, uh, and encourage other illustrators. I'm gonna send out a little post, um, a little email to uh, some of the other illustrators and get them involved. Um, yeah, that'll be great. And just just to let you know as well, from a judging point of view, we will be taking uh, any identifiable names off the, the entries as well. So we won't know when we're judging, we won't know who the people are um, that have contributed the work. We'll just be judging the work on its own basis. Done well done. That's yeah. very, very fair and uh, strategic mm -hmm. of you, yes. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, excellent. So um, I was going to ask about uh, other initiatives that you guys might have um, with the bookshop at the moment. Uh, what? Yeah. We, we always have heaps going on. I mean, with with COVID and lockdown, you know, things are put on hold, but we're starting up again, which is fantastic. Uh, so we have book clubs, um, a couple uh, every month. So one on Sunday afternoons from two to four, uh, and then another one Thursday nights from seven till nine. Um, and it's just, you come up and you, you, you just, you know, you don't have to RSVP. You just talk about what you've been reading uh, or you just listen. So it's not one of those ones where everyone has to read the same book. You know, you can just come and, uh, talk about um, whenever. So yeah, that's the last Thursday and the last Sunday of, of the month. Uh, we have a um, poetry night as well, um, which has always been really popular, um, so much that we've had to move it to a larger venue. Right. Um, so uh, that's going to be at 20 Mile Hollow in Woodford uh, on the 17th of August. What time is that one again, Zach? 6.30 to 8.30. So we have made that ticketed, but it's free. Um, it's more just so we have an idea of how many chairs to put out. Um, so yeah, that that's um, happening as well. And then we, we have author talks. So um, we've had some amazing authors, um, local and, uh, you know, a lot of local authors especially come and talk about what they've written and got to know them and they've always been really really popular mm. so we'll be wanting to do we'll, we'll do more of those and of course we you know we'll get them to our show as well um you know a radio show and talk to them and find out a bit more about them which is always good um so yeah all of these events are, are free um and I, I suppose the best way would be to go to our website yeah yeah if you go to the rosie ralston books website which is just rosieralstonbooks.com um there's not that many other rosie ralston names if you put it into google so it doesn't it doesn't matter if you spell it right or wrong you'll pretty much get to our website anyway i think on the blue radio blue mountain yeah. uh event page or yeah, under, yeah I, if you look on the the page there's some info and also there's a link to regenesis as well and mm. the stuff that you were just saying as well brad so yeah, that yeah. makes it a bit easier for people yeah well i've been trying to get get uh, get stuff for you guys on our website and on the facebook so uh yeah, it's, thank uh, you. It's great. Yeah, but challenging if you keep changing it, though. <laughs> this should be it We're now. locked in now. That's it. No more changes. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Well, that, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to um, to uh, to Wednesdays now, obviously. So, um, yeah. But um, what I will what I will say is uh, for people who are listening that uh, I have asked the guys to, if they get time, uh, contribute uh, segments. To this show, to Talking Arts, um, mm. so the people who are like working during the day and can't listen to the program, um, what we might do is we'll, as well as you know, asking them if they do interviews with people, to add them to to, to get them to me to, as a segment on uh, Talking Arts, and so that's that's a fairly loose thing. That doesn't mean every week. That means you know once a month or something like that. Yeah. If, you, yeah, if you've got something you particularly want to do, um, but we also can maybe talk about. Um, Pulling segments out of your show and playing them on uh, on Talking Arts as well. So, sure. as you know, yeah, we, no can, we can we uh, can get stuff from the logs and, and play that. So that yeah, way, yeah. Uh, if, we, if we can support arts in the Blue Mountains, we'll we'll do it. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, and and of course, uh, there are a lot of people who once they hear that uh, that your show is on and that, that there are bits going to be on here we had we, there was a huge audience for the previous arts program on rbm for art house which was yeah. in, in this time slot um hosted by julie Ankers. um a lot of people are missing 
the mm. literary connection. There's this huge literary um, base up here in the mountains, as I'm sure Absolutely. you would have now encountered um, with Varuna and, and organisations like that. So, um, yeah, so uh, it's it's very much a, a, a niche that needed to be filled. And so um, from all the uh, cultural workers and, and, and artists and writers and poets up here, thank you very much for yeah. uh, for keeping that tradition going. No problem. We're just super excited to be on Radio Blue Mountains as well. It's been uh, heaps of fun so far, and mm -hmm. we're really looking forward to hosting this weekly show. Hopefully, hopefully we get a, a listener or two. <laughs> well, I think also introducing you know people we've met you know through through our shop through mm -hmm. Naughty Studios and you know just being in the mountains and and, and you know giving them a bit of a spotlight because yeah. I think there's just not just you know talent uh, in, in terms of you know being creative but also just really interesting stories and and, and facts and just yeah really really fascinating people so I think it's going to be good it's an amazing place to live it is. okay thank you guys um so what uh, what else is happening in New Zealand before you come back uh, not a lot. The storms have made their way here now. Right. <laughs> they followed us. Yeah. So they've left. They've left you. I've heard, and now they're all here. Yeah. Um. So just reading books. I've got. I'm reading Neil Gaiman's American Gods at the moment. It's a bit of a tome, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. It but is. it's, a, it's a it's a big one. So no, lots very of much cups so. of tea and, and yeah, lots of cups oh, of look. tea and. Do, do you know? Um. Do you know Gaiman's work? Do you know? I do. I mean, I've, I've read Good Omens before and, um, you know, Coraline and things like that. But it, this is the one that's been on my list for a long time. But right. because it was such a large book, I sort of it, it wasn't the priority. But then, you know, when you're on holiday, it's it's the perfect time to get into those. And I, it's it's a weird book, but in a really good, fascinating way. It's oh, yeah. oh, very much so. I very much like the, that uh, that approach of the uh, of the old um legends and, uh, mm. and tales in in modern times i'm very much mm -hmm. a fan of of that sort of approach um yeah, but i'm also also been a reasonably big fan of gaiman's work because uh I'm a, I'm a comic reader and comic illustrator no oh, awesome so yeah um, i mean he's so well known in that world isn't he well, he's so it. talented so you need to go back and, and read the sandman comics of most, course yeah most definitely. <laughs> yeah um, but yeah, there's also ever expanding list of things to read. <laughs> <laughs> there's also you should also wear go back and watch some very old um, uh, English uh, television for the uh, Elsewhen is it else or elsewhere? Yeah, that rings a bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's um it's like really you know very. Um, early production value sort of thing, you know. <laughs> that makes it better though. <laughs> but it, it does indeed, very much so. So yeah, so that's that's something also to look out for. All right, that I will. Good. I will for sure. All right, guys, uh, I'll let you go, and thank you very much for being on Talking Arts. Yeah, and no, uh, thanks for having us. So, yeah, it's we're very happy to you know be part of this, and as we said, of Radio Blue Mountain. So thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. So, so and to play some music out, I haven't asked Kath. For her, her choice for something to play, so, um, so. What would you like, Kat? Oh, what well, would you I'm like to hear? I can't go past Sufjan Stevens. He's. I'm a big. I never get sick of him. Have you heard of him before? No, no. Who was that? Sufjan Stevens, but it's it's spelt S U F J A N, and then Stevens. He's an American singer songwriter, and he's a giant weirdo in the best way. Mm. Um, so something. You could play Chicago, maybe. That's sort of a yeah, song that a lot beautiful. of people know, and it's really upbeat. And oh, he's 
one of the most fascinating people. Um, and have, I, have you got another hour to talk about? I know. I know he's, <laughs> he's brilliant to the end. <laughs> we, we do, but not right now. Two weeks from now, there'll be a segment on, um, yeah, on Sufjan Stevens. I could, I could just take over the show. Like, okay, let's talk. Well, you do. He has one song that goes for about 25 minutes. Yeah, so. he right, does. Right. So I've chosen a short one. Well, do remember, you do have your own show now, so. That's true. It's true. Let's That's do a it. Sufjan show. Yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> All right, guys, so we're going to go out with his track, Chicago, and uh, thanks again, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Brad. Okay, cheers. Hi, I'm Barbara Lapani. I'm the new president of the Blue Mountains Creative Arts Network, and you're here listening to Radio Blue Mountains 89.1 FM.
It was for freedom From myself and from the land I made a lot of mistakes 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 You came to take us All things go
Hi, and welcome back to Radio Blue Mountains 89.1 FM. That was uh, Lioness Eye by Xavier Rudd, and the reason I'm playing that is uh, on Talking Arts tonight. We're uh, going to be chatting to Lisa Rhodes, who's uh, an illustrator and painter and photographer from out Lithgow Way. Uh, she's currently got some things on in the uh, Curator's Peak exhibition out at Gang Gang Gallery, and uh, we thought we'd ask her about that and some of the many other things she's been doing. So, hello, Lisa. How are you? Good day. Good, thank you. Welcome to the um, welcome to the program. Thank uh, you. Uh, now, as as I mentioned, you've got a, a few pieces currently on exhibition out at the out at the Gang Gang Gallery out at Lithgow. Um, how, how many works have you got at, out there at the moment? Um, the collection was done in January. There were fifteen images, and um, we had seven left over. And the curator has put them back up on the wall. So there's seven pictures at the moment on the wall. Right, so that's the, the Lioness Eye exhibition you had in January out yes. at the gallery, yeah. And how did that go? Um, it was awesome. I, I could boast and say I sold 91 pieces of work in six days, but I wouldn't boast. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, really no, nice. no, you're an artist. You're not supposed to talk worry about the sales. You're, you're there for the art, Lisa. But... No, it was nice. It was nice. I said the community supported me and my friends came and um, it was it was um, a, a really nice thing that Gang Gang allowed me to do. It was good. Yeah, no, that was brilliant. Now, I must admit to, uh, I am currently working with Lisa. I've helped her with her website and I'm a, I'm a big fan of her artwork, so I'm a little bit biased, but uh, you, you are very popular up here. There is a, a lot of people who, who love your work, so... Um, but I'm you're also. That I've been able to take it further and also teach to the young kids and some adults as well. So I've, I've been lucky when I moved to Lithgow. Well, that, that was what I was going to ask about. So tell us a little yeah. bit about, uh, about those initiatives and also about what the sort of thing that you would like to do in the future. Um, I started working um, with children for um, Planet Youth um, and was working in the library with kids, but there's um, a bit of a, a hiatus um, going on and there's no one sort of running stuff out of Planet Youth. So this school holidays, I've actually run them myself at the library. Um, it's really nice to, I thought that working with 12 year olds and up would be the way to go, but I've actually taken on a couple of younger kids who are aged eight I think and both of them are just brilliant at what they can do and helping kids with technology and showing them that they can take off and draw in this program that I use procreate um, it's it's been really fun uh, it's not like teaching at all it's it's we're all ha having fun making pictures it's good okay so I was going to start to get into your your process um, for most of your work, but uh, we'll start off with Procreate. So Pro Procreate is a, a digital application that uh, mainly run on tablets here. It's on... Yeah, uh, on iPad. On iPad. Yeah. And how long have you been working with Procreate? About 10 years now. I broke my leg and ended up in bed and, um, yeah, someone handed me an iPad and I've been addicted ever since. <laughs> right. Yeah. And you, so you use an iPad with, a, with, a, with an Apple Pencil? Yeah, with a, with a proper leopard pencil. I, I have taught kids that use their fingers or use a stylus, but um, an Apple pencil is 
king of the pencils it's brilliant what it can do yeah i've, I've talked about apple pencils on the program before because uh at one point i did learn to use like a wacom for uh, tv graphics when i was at the mm -hmm. abc and and that was really good and really sensitive and really responsive because um, it's usually the the lag in the in when you're drawing that was used to be the problem but apple pencils are great um, and and procreate is a great program so that that's brilliant mm. and is that how how do you do most of your work now you sort of your illustrations and your paintings is that how you work with them or do are they a more traditional process uh, I, I can paint and um, I like watercolor painting um, and I I've always drawn I've always been in love with pencils that's why I'm so in love with my apple pencil king of pencils right. um, but um, because I was bedbound, um, I just started to learn to draw on my iPad. It, I was terrible at it 10 years ago, but after being an invalid and playing for 10 years and being lucky enough to exhibit and, and all of those things have helped my art grow, my art practice grow. But yeah, I can flip backwards and forwards between the two. Right. So most of the current works you've got at Gang Gang, like the the king parrot painting and the kookaburras and things like that, they're, are yeah. they done on the iPad? Yeah, they're all digital. Yeah. That's brilliant. That's great. Mm -hmm. okay. And then getting them, I try and put as much um, depth into the picture as I can because um, digital can be very flat, right? you know, by giving it highlights and shadows and working with the layers that are in Procreate. But then the work that's at the gang gang at the moment has been plenty printed on glass right. which gives it a further um, added dimension that's why they kind of stand out when you walk into the gallery that, that would make like the, yeah the saturation and the the, the yeah. of the colors and things like that i imagine makes yeah. it uh, makes them mm -hmm. very uh, distinctive mm -hmm. um, so yeah so we'll just mention again people if they're interested in seeing lisa's work they can go out to the gallery um this weekend go out and see uh, see what's up uh there's a they've got the curator's pick exhibition which is a whole pile of um, different artworks that as people have been coming through and exhibiting and touring and mm -hmm. appearing at the gallery they've they bought those pieces off them and they're putting them all back up again um, there's also music mm -hmm. which we we uh, we're going to be mentioning later in uh, Blue Mounds Live in the next program uh, mm -hmm. on Sunday so they can go out and see, hear some of the the music from Chutney and uh, mm -hmm. and uh, see see uh, some of Lisa's work it's always good to go and um, visit the gang gang. The curators there have a beautiful eye and you don't feel overwhelmed by all of the work. It sort of draws you in and makes you want to go and look at every tiny piece. So, yeah, I <laughs> oh. highly recommend it. <laughs> okay. And so uh, is there anything – what else have you got going on at the moment, Lisa? I'm also mentoring online. I um, There's a couple of Facebook groups where beginners start off right. and they want a little bit of help. And I'm really enjoying working with different people and empowering them. I it's I don't really care so much for the money. It's um, it's all about the sharing and encouraging community. So yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, most of us who who are involved in the arts up here realise that once you start doing that, once you start networking and and uh, and getting involved with the community and with different artists and different people, that it all uh, generates its own worth, you know. Yes, yeah, yes. So, uh, if you're driven by money, I think 
as an artist unless you're like brilliant like <laughs> Disney level I think we all struggle and and being a teacher or it, it helps you get better at your own work it also helps when you're teaching in the real world you know you've also been asked as many questions as you can be online and then you go and sit in front of a bunch load of kids who can outdo you in technology in a heartbeat yeah. and um, and inspiring them and, and getting it that that to me is the joy and what my art should be about is um, encouraging people and touching their hearts and um, and trying to inspire them to to be artistic in whatever they do, not necessarily p- painting. Like you can be artful or create art just by putting food on a plate. So it's encouraging them to believe in themselves and, and to try. That's, uh, so. that's brilliant. I was also... Um, interested you were talking about some of your um some of your history and and, and when you're passing on um your your art processes and, and helping people with that you're also passing on your experiences um i didn't know that you worked in 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 audio you were saying at one point you were working in radio and doing yeah. doing audio tell us about that i was lucky well i think i was lucky that the way to get out of doing sport in high school was to volunteer to teach the special needs kids um, woodwork and um, cooking, which I put my hand up for. And the other thing was we could go and um, work in the radio station in Coffs Harbour. It started off as a cable radio station, but then it went on to FM. And when I left school, I continued to work part-time at the, the radio station when I left. I'm lucky that I grew up in a community of artists or creative people. So my mum ran the local art group. Um, there were writers, you know, people doing what they love and and encouraging others. And I guess it sort of rubbed off on me. But I'm now getting so old that now I just sit still and draw on my iPad. <laughs> <laughs> but I do really enjoy teaching the kids. I've got another class on Friday at the library. Oh, brilliant. And hopefully I keep doing it. Okay. We've got a bunch of kids that keep coming back, which is nice. It means I'm not mucking them up, mucking them around there, enjoying it. And um, yeah, I think starting off as young as they are, come 20, age 20, when they leave school, I think they'll, they could have art careers. But also, in teaching them at the age that I'm teaching them now, when they get to high school and they're doing digital art in school, they're going to be miles ahead of all the other kids, which is great. Yeah, no, brilliant. So if someone's interested in that, can they can they contact you and get involved? Yes, um, I definitely am taking kids at the moment, but I'm starting to look for a, um, a place where I can teach adults maybe on a weekend, maybe Sunday afternoon or something like that. Right. I'm in the process of doing that at the moment. I'm just working with a few people to try. And, uh, I think Lisco needs a creative space permanently for people um i'm i've sort of been working on that and speaking to councillors and stuff trying to set up um because we lithgow's really only got sport we, we don't have you know a, a jumping gym or a or putt putt golf or any of those things where adults can go with their kids right. so i'm trying to create a creative space where you can go and you can play guitar with your mum and dad or leave your mum and dad at home and you can come down a small stage and um, a sewing machine and things like that, but it's a little bit up further down the track because there's so much p- 
planning on the infrastructure, but being able to teach um, at this is at least keeping me occupied. Yeah. No, but that's brilliant. I mean, any any community needs those sort of spaces, so that's yeah. uh, that's brilliant that you're uh, that you're pushing that forward and uh, and championing that that particular push. Um, okay, Lisa. So uh, uh, maybe uh, have you got anything coming up in the future? Have you got something sort of in the longer range plans that we can look I've forward to? I've been illustrating a book that my friend wrote. We were going to release it in January, but it got held back. It's a children's storybook. Right. And um, yeah, and I, and coincidentally, I'm teaching a guy in America how to write his own story too, and he's started off illustrating it. So. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. It's, it's well, I mean, any, anybody who knows your work knows that it's perfect for book illustration. So, mm -hmm. so I imagine you get a few requests to. Yeah, uh, well, working that way, you can make a little bit more money than, you know, trying to sell um, something on Redbubble that you're only going to get a $2 margin on. Right. So, I mean, it, it is there and it can continue to sell, but it's much better in the short term if you can teach. Or, or illustrate a book or teach adults. There's a few adults that I teach in the community when they go to their house. Um, they're having a break too at the moment, but it's something that I've been able to go and do. Right. And I love that. It's good. Brilliant. Okay, well, if anybody's interested in your work, they can go to the um, Gang Gang Gallery site at the moment and just have a look and uh, and click through to uh, a few pieces that you can buy online as well. So do that, but yeah. do get down to the gallery. And Brad's um, going to finish my website. So. And and as we said earlier, yes, I'm helping Lisa with her website. So her website will um, at That's uh, awesome. at, at lisa will be uh, up very soon, and will be able to and you'll be able to link through to all Lisa's work from there. So um, yeah, so we're we so we're very pleased to be able to to help Lisa with that. Um, and uh, we look forward to uh, to anything else that you'll be coming out with, Lisa. And, of course, if people want to contact you, um, they can now um, email you at lisa at lisaroads.com.au um, and send, uh, send Lisa a message and uh, let her know what you're doing and uh, and ask her about her stuff and she might be able to help you, especially especially those people in Lithgow who uh, like the sound of some of the things that Lisa's doing. So. Yeah, um, yeah, I also helped with um, some of the promotional um, stuff for the gang gang. I can can design uh, flyers and stuff like that. Yep, so flyers and posters. Yeah, the posters are yeah. brilliant, Lisa. I love those those posters of yours, especially since you're using a piece you the pieces you called gang gang. That's that was an obvious mm -hmm. obvious connection there. So. That's how I snuck. <laughs> <laughs> Come and see the gang, gang. Yeah. Don't give away the secrets. Don't give away the secrets. <laughs> yeah, um, brilliant. Okay, so as I said, Lisa, um, we uh, we play music that uh, when I'm interviewing people, we play the music that they like. So that's why we played Xavier Rudd because uh, he had a song called Lioness Eye, which is now the adopted name of your practice, mm -hmm. um, and you obviously love that song. What's a, what's another? What's another? Is there another Xavier Rudd song you like, or somebody else that you might want to? That we can um, play out on. Oh, 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 Stormy, Stormy. Um, oh, it's Xavier Rudd. Storm. Oh, Storm Boy. So it's an Xavier Rudd song called Storm Boy. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. All right, well, we'll play, we'll play that going out. And so, thanks for talking to us on Talking Arts, Lisa. And good luck with everything. And uh, 
thank you for including me. It's a pleasure. Yeah, not a problem. And of course, look out for Lisa's website coming coming your way soon. Um, and we'll have links up on the Blue Mountains Live and uh, Radio Blue Mountains websites and Facebook pages, of course, when all that happens. Okay, and uh, thanks again, Lisa. And uh, here's Storm Boy by Xavier Rudd. means the less that you have at the end of the day stillness of the mind is so hard to embrace freedom of the heart is what we crave and we sit by the river with a cup of tea watch the movement of the tide in the gentle breeze pelican drifting slowly looking for a feed like mr percival to storm boy you to me Kookaburra calls just like he knows And I'll call right back Yes, I'm home, he's been with me He's watched me grow through those rainy days And those rocky roads And now everybody smiles in the setting sun And sighs with contentment when the day is done Hand in hand with the one you